Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. And as we are reaching towards the end of the year, when you, when we're releasing and you're probably hearing this episode, and for those of you who hear it at any other point in the future, this is being recorded towards the end of December 2023. But what I'm getting at is not really that massively unusual, at least I would say in the last five to ten years. And what I wanted to really address is when you look at the subtitle for our podcast here and across a bunch of other areas in our Idea Wealth Grower environment, community, movement, whatever you want to call it, we are always emphasizing that we want to help you to find a path to early retirement or at least in a sense retire relatively early. Now that also triggers the whole scheme that the government has basically introduced over the last, I would say, 30 years where they basically want individuals who have a job get some money out of their paycheck into retirement accounts. The most famous is a 401k. And then when you look one level further and say, okay, what really happens with the 401k accounts that companies help you set up using like the big, like uh, Charles Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard. So many of these 401k plans are using basically mutual funds to put the money in. And the money is being managed by one of these big companies. And when you go another level deeper and you say, okay, what the hell is really happening in those mutual funds? They're basically most often collections of stocks. And then some like Vanguard, for example, have simplified the whole thing and said, well, you know, instead of going and having somebody sit there and pick individual stocks for the uh, employees of certain companies, why don't we do it simpler and we just use the index? You know, and you know indexes like the NASDAQ or the S&P 500 or there's also a world index and stuff like that. And a lot of these retirement plans are just simply investing the money in the S&P 500 stock index. And within that, it's called S&P 500 because there are 500 different companies. And at least by what they claim, those are the 500 most successful biggest companies, but separated into different industries and they are supposed to represent basically the United States economy by having all the major industries represented in that index fund. Now, as we're reaching, like I said, the end of 2023, I want to basically again put an emphasis on how important it is to be aware of the details. And you know how often this year and the years in the past I've always said, I'm not really a stock investor and I'm not giving stock investing advice, but I'm a fan of diversification. So we have like 70% or so in residential real estate, a little bit in gold, a little bit in Bitcoin and a tiny little bit in stocks, namely only the two stocks that I own, Palantir and Tesla. So when you go and say, okay, well, if I were a regular employee and my company had a 401k plan and some of my income were to go in an index fund that is based on the S&P 500, how would that actually work 
and how would I benefit and what would be my outcome? And the interesting thing is that when you look at the whole year 2023, now that we are basically almost at the end, you will find that the S&P 500, at least at the time when I'm recording this, has increased by about 7%. And people might say, okay, well, that's not really too bad. If you then hold inflation against it, which is probably on average also 7%, you really didn't increase the value of your money. Meaning like if you had that money that went in there in cash, would it buy you anything more now at the end of 2023 than it would have bought you at the beginning of 2023? And the answer is no. But if you were, for example, able with your employer to say, I don't want to put my money into something that some other company says, I just want to pick where my money goes myself. It's called a self-directed brokerage. You could select the companies you want to invest in. And again, this is not investing advice, but what I thought was really interesting and these statistics, you will see them now from now on until the end of the year and probably early 2024, all these kind of like, how did things perform? And I just saw one, like I said, at the time of this recording, the average gain in the S&P 500 as the index was 7%. But then there is what they call the Magnificent 7. And I want to tell you real quick which companies those are. This is, starts with Meta, which is basically Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Google, Tesla, NVIDIA, and Microsoft. So for the most part, tech companies. And these seven tech companies had a gain in 2023 so far of 71%. So the whole index got 7%. The seven top stocks, which are also some of the very biggest, got 71%. And if you really look at it, the other 493 stocks basically had barely any gain. Some of them actually had significant losses. And it all averages out to about 3 or 4%. And then if you add inflation overall, even if you take all 493 and you had equally distributed your money in your 401k, you would have actually lost purchasing power. So there's one thing to be said to say, like I said in other episodes here in, in our podcast, really only invest in stuff that you know. And if you want to invest in stuff that you don't know that well, then get somebody, a mentor or some expert that helps you. Now, when it comes to residential real estate investing, I would hope that you go to idealinvestorshow.com, find the button that says book a call, and then have that call with me and let's have a conversation so we can find if you like to become a residential real estate investor, if you want to go on the ideal investor journey, and work towards your time freedom point where you don't need any 401k and all that stuff anymore because you live off the passive income of the properties that you own. But even if you do that like I do, and I have reached that milestone of the time freedom point and I'm still investing, I'm still very happy to help people. One of those magnificent seven that I own is Tesla. And the other one I mentioned at the beginning of this recording is Palantir, but it's not part of the S&P 500. It might sometime in the future, but what I'm getting at is really, really be very aware where your money is going. And I don't want to make this like a negative thing, but I think it is really a sad story to some extent that so many millions and millions and millions of people got money taken out of their paycheck every month and it was invested and oftentimes in these index funds. And for all the money that went there at the end of the year, 
you have no more purchasing power as than if you had actually put the money just in your pocket. And that is really pretty sad. And in some cases, if you didn't go with the, like the S&P 500 index, it was potentially even worse. So the message is not do not invest. The message is invest in stuff that you know or get somebody like us here at Idea Wealth Core to help you to be more successful than what the year 2023 has done for anybody who put their money in the S&P 500. So with that being said, be well, stay safe. I hope you hit the button I mentioned and I talk to you tomorrow.